Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. Yo, it's Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. Hey, it's DJ Damage. And we're still here at home luxuriating in the sun because, you know, we got to get this melanin popping. I got melanin, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you can work on that, though. I'm trying. Go out and tan. No, I can't tan because every time I go out, I end up doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. You have a backyard now. No excuse. Go out there and tan. Lay out. No, trust. Well, I ain't laying out. Okay, it's too it's too soon to be. I'm gonna lay out when I get the body, but I am happy to report I am down 39 pounds and counting. You know, every day that I don't lose a pound, I call my doctor. I say I'm getting fat, and he's like, "Please stop calling me. You're fine. It's a process." So I'm just staying, drinking my water, and whatever. Uh, but I just want to say to everybody who's uh, watching this on YouTube, I don't know if you know this, but we're on iTunes. Hello. You can go over to iTunes and download the app and check out our show or iHeart, their app. You can go to the iHeartRadio app. You can go to Google Play or Spotify. And the we're reason why everything, the reason why I say download the apps is because maybe you're in the car on your way to the airport. Maybe you're on the plane. Maybe you're mm-hmm. at work and you don't want to get caught watching some raunchy ass shit. You can download the show. If you're working out at the gym, you can download the show and you can listen to all of our recklessness. And we keep good company while you're at your boring ass job. Hello. So I wanted to get that out of the way. But listen, I have been uh, sitting here trying to figure out this new thing that I'm on, right? This whole uh, self-love journey. And those of you, I've gotten a lot of great feedback from people who've wrote me or messaged on uh, YouTube or on our my Instagram or DM me and even emailed saying, this is great. And I didn't even really understand that there's a bariatric community of people who've had surgery like me, who's like really into the details of it all. So nah, I really- Seriously. Yeah. It, Shout it, out to my, uh, my homegirl real quick, man. Boogie Knight, she, she messaged me about the episode we did and she showed me her before and after. She had a, a bypass and I just want to shout her out because she said- uh, she was so happy we had the conversation. There's a lot of people that's going through that. It's a tough process. So shout out to her. Yeah. And a lot of you are asking, what's your doctor's info? Send me the referral. I don't have time to respond to all those requests, but I did ask my doctor to come on the show at some point to have a hey. conversation. Um, I'm not going to show you a picture of my stomach because I personally couldn't even look at it. But I am feeling great. I will say, for those of you that are considering weight loss surgery, shout out to Cruz from uh, 92.3, one of our, sh- uh, our our stations here in Los Angeles. He's on the radio that we are. And he said, uh, now he's encouraged to actually pursue a surgery. I'm like, I don't know if you qualify, but you know, I don't know his situation. <laughs> yeah. But I, I've been talking to him a lot on his show about it. And I, I, just, I just love that everybody is in this zone of wanting to be their best self and wanting to be healthy. And it feels really good. And all your comments are really motivating. And I know that a lot of you are like, oh, you're getting skinnier and this and that. And you're focused on the aesthetic. Please see past all that and understand what's happening inside because that's really where the change needs to happen. Mm-hmm. What you've been up to, Damage? Because you've been, uh, I see you've been working out. Yeah, I've been working out. You know, I, c- I can't get the bypass. I don't know if I qualify for it. So I got to, you know. No, you don't. Oh, okay, just was checking because I might, you know. Let me get your doctor's number. Let's you don't need it. Out. And I did not get the bypass damage. I got you the got sleeve. The sleeve. Yes. Ah, see, I knew. I knew. Look at that. <laughs> nah, but uh, I've been building a photography studio in my spot, so I've been working on that, um, shooting some new images. And, of course, I got my legendary media group teaching my students how to become what we do here, man, doing podcasts and television, radio. So that's been soaking up most of my time. Nice. Well, listen, it's all about staying uh, productive. Tell people where to find the classes so they can sign up. 
Oh, absolutely. Go to the website, legendarymediagroup.com. And who was your favorite um, guest star, whatever? <laughs> uh, shout out to Eric Watson. He was the executive producer um, of 106 and Park. He comes on and kind of helps me out sometimes. We got a lot of people that kind of come in and guest speak. Damn, it wasn't I, me. I want to bring you in. I thought you already had me on to your media group. I did a whole sit I did, down. but I want to bring you on when we have the students on, too. I do want to okay. do that. Well, let me know. Yeah. I, I already told you, but you never followed up. I'm I, ready. No, I, look, I'm pacing it out, okay? I'm okay. pacing it out. I got a few people I can call on. I want to pace it out. All right. Well, save me for the way that they would save Beyonce. Let all the Michelles go first. See? That's fucked up. I'm just saying. All right, but look, there's a lot going on in the news, and I know that I am behind on Problematic. If you've never seen Hollywood Unlocks Problematic episode, mm -hmm. it's where I go on a tangent, where I lick a big sucker, pause, and I say what I think about what's happening. Trust me, they're coming. We have been building out a whole new library of content over here that's going to start dropping on September 1st, and we're revamping the entire brand. I've built out a studio. We are going to be in there shooting content every day. If you're not following our Facebook, I'm going to put the Facebook right here at the bottom and leave it up for a few minutes. Make sure you follow the Hollywood Online Facebook because I, and if you're listening to the show, I don't know it by heart, but just go to Facebook and search Hollywood Unlocked. It's the only one with a blue check. But everything is getting ready to change in September, and I'm so excited. Um, but more importantly, you know, I was talking about the black brands mattering. Yeah. And, and I think we kind of got away from that, you know, with the whole Black Lives Matter movement that people forgot, like, yo, let's not do this Blackout Tuesday once a, a year. Like, we need to be spending our money every day with our businesses. And I feel like there's a lot of businesses that have raped the culture, taken advantage of the culture. So we've created the culture report at Hollywood Unlocked that I told you on the show before it was going to launch on August 1st. It's now launching September 1st that week. So just so you know, it's coming. We have not forgot about it. And there will be changes to this show in terms of upgrading our stuff. And we're working on that. So just, man, just stick with us and keep coming back. Yeah, follow the movement. We got something big coming. So when are you going to write a book? Because I wrote a book and I'm on my second book and Jennifer Lewis was here. I know you want to write a book. Yeah, man. I, I think I need to go through. I don't know. Is it too soon to write a book? I feel like I need to go all the way through the 30s and just see how the life is going to. I don't know. I mean, but how many young single fathers are there raising their kid? That's a book. You know, maybe you, you're inspiring me. I, I want to do a book. I definitely want to talk about fatherhood because I never had my father in the picture and how I kind of came up in the nation of Islam, going to boarding school, then kind of being on my own for a long time. I do think there's something there. I might start jotting down some notes. I got a know? book. I got a book title for you. What is it? Perfecting fatherhood when you didn't have one. <laughs> Such a long title, Jason. Uh, my next book is called "How I Stopped Giving a Fuck and Started Winning." That's that a got long, a little bit. <laughs> that's a that long. A little bit more of a flow to it. Oh, oh, that book. Y'all y'all like the first book. When I tell you this book going to make me hire private security, I already got all the weapons up here. I already got all the security I need at my home. But yes, this next book is going to be one that really goes into the details of the business and my experiences mm -hmm. with it and all of that. So, so do you feel like people give a fuck too much? That's what kind of holds them back? Absolutely. I was mm -hmm. having this conversation online Yesterday was somebody where we were talking about it was sexuality, but I apply it to every form of thinking. I think that we are we hold ourselves back because of the fear of failure when really if you don't do it, you're failing. So it's just like you keep shooting shots and you're going to you're going to win eventually. It's just time. You just never know how long it's going to take. But it's 
listen, I always say your dreams are worth fighting for, and I'm glad I fought for mine. I didn't fight as early as I probably should have, but I, you know, hey, timing is everything, right? Hello. But I Let think me, it's good. I think it's good that you did it the way you did it. And also it inspires other people that feel like their time might be up. It's never too late to follow your dreams. And I know it sounds all cliche and corny and stupid, but it's the truth. All right. So we know there's a lot going on. Damage. What's happening? All right. So let's talk about Kim K and Kanye West. Now, we know last month Kanye was uh, turning up. He announced on Twitter that he's been trying to get a divorce from his wife, Kim. We also seen them. Um, I think it was last week we watched pictures of them having like kind of an argument i guess in the car but it looks like they're trying to turn things around according to tmz the two are reportedly on a getaway with the family trying to save their troubled marriage they were spotted on sunday boarding a private jet and picture show the presidential uh, the presidential hopeful leaving Wyoming with his children. And it looks like, I guess, they're trying to make things work. Listen, I'm all for a family sticking together. I mean, I think that, again, I think Kim is a, she's a dope girl. I'm not saying she's flawless. She has her flaws. But I think ultimately she's trying to hold her family together. Um, and Kanye, I mean, you should, of course, he should feel guilty for putting his wife's abortion information and all that on, 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 uh, online. But I also feel like when you're going through a mental situation or a mental breakdown, you should have a support system. Don't you think yeah. they don't you think they should stay together, at least for the kids? I mean, they married, they got multiple kids. Of course they should stay together. I think um Kim did de definitely has to wrestle a big hurdle because um not one, she's married to a guy that's bipolar, and two, he's going on Twitter and saying such personal things, and not only about her, but her family, her mom. So it is a lot to tackle, but I do feel like there is something genuine there, even though a lot of people will say that there's not. I do think there is something genuine about their relationship, and that's why you see them trying to work it out. But if you were dating a chick and she called your mom Chris uh, uh, John Un and referred to her as a terrorist, would you would you be able to forgive her? I mean, because you got if a she black was bipolar. Yeah. Yeah, but you got a black mama. They ain't going for that. I mean, at the end of the day, the two people that's in the marriage is Kim and Kanye. That's really all that matters, as long as they can figure that out. But then at the same time, once again, when we were talking about the pictures from last week, it just all seems so convenient that we're getting these images and the storyline of how they're arguing. Now they're making up. So at the same time, I really don't know what's going on. On the, next, the, on, the, on the next episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Here you go right there. So it's like, are they really going through something? It's just... Well, I Curated. saw I saw online recently. I know you called him a presidential hopeful. That was real hopeful of you, but that's bullshit. Because he's, uh, I saw recently that he's not being added to different ballots. And at this point, he, Kanye, just go to Walmart, buy some sweats, punch holes in them, <laughs> and sell them for a thousand dollars, and go to bed. Like it's not happening. I think he's already ahead of you with that. I think he's been doing that. But yeah. Um... Does Kanye really want to run for, for president? I don't believe it's a real thing. I really believe this is all this to make a bunch of noise, to sell his merch, for Kim and him to do whatever they do on the TV side of things. They're getting a whole brand new storyline for next year. So it's like, this is perfect for them. And I would say for Kim to take him back, Kim, here should be your demands. Number one, have no more children. Have no more children with it. Ooh. Because at this point, you've seen that it's a real delicate situation. Mm -hmm. Number two. If you have any sex tapes with him, and I know oh, you do. Hey, release him. 
I mean, I'm not judging your past. I'm just saying, I know you do. Delete them off his phone and 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 keep them for yourself in case he does something crazy and you need to put out, you know, the bottle of prophylactics or whatever goes on to get him ready, right? Okay. A bottle of prophylactic? Uh, isn't a prophylactic where you get your dick hard, right? Prophylactic, I thought it was a condom. Well, whatever a prophylactic is. a bottle of it. I've been thinking about this bottle that I used to buy called Black Rhino. Anytime you want to just <laughs> run through some shit, you got to get Black Rhino. I'm telling you right now. And those of you who already have a problem, like, I'm just telling you, your penis will be hard for so long that you may contemplate calling 911, but don't call 911. It'll go down. So you're endorsing Black Rhino. It really works. What? <laughs> what? Absolutely. Let me post Mace this right yeah. now. Hold on. Fucking on Black Rhino is like getting out of prison on the holiday. It's like, <laughs> you know, unless you had a cute cellmate, but whatever. Yeah, what? I don't know, Kim. I just wish that, and Chris, you know, I don't know how, I, you called her a terrorist. I don't know. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Uh, like I said, the only people that got to go through that marriage is them two. So if they want to make it work, good for them. I'm proud of yeah. them. All right. So what else is going on? All right, so Kevin Hart, he's defending Ellen over her toxic show claims, and he got a lot of backlash for it. So, of course, Kevin Hart is a comedian. We all know him. He's been in a lot of big movies. He's speaking out in support of Ellen DeGeneres, all right? Now, on Tuesday, he took the Instagram to send a little message to his followers. He said, it's crazy to see my friend go through what she's going through publicly. I have known Ellen for years. And I can honestly say that she's one of the dopest people on the fucking planet. She has treated my family and my team with love and respect since day one. The internet has become a crazy world of negativity. We are all falling in love with people's downfall. It's honestly sad. When did we get here? I stand by the ones that I know and that I love. Looking forward to the future. When we get back to loving one another, this hate shit has to stop. Hopefully it goes out of style soon. This post is not meant to disregard the feelings of others and their experiences. I simply, it's simply to show my experiences have been with my friend. Love you for life, Ellen. And people were not really feeling that. So what did you think about that? Um, I do feel like this. Ellen probably was great to him and his family, him and his support team. I think a lot of things that's going on involving Ellen and anybody that's in power is always to those under them. If so if Ellen looks at Kevin Hart as a peer or somebody of respect, I doubt he will have negative experiences, but that doesn't mean the people that work under her and work for her to do the grunt work doesn't feel some type of way. Now I do get where you want to take up for somebody because you know them, you have these experiences, whatever, but at the same time doing that kind of what he does at the end, that's what he's doing. You're kind of disregarding the feelings and, maybe the true experiences of people that have worked with Ellen that are speaking their piece finally that feel that they can say it and not be in any kind of trouble, you know? Well, I, I'd say that, you know, there is a certain like degree of, you know, like I used to work in a union where I represented workers and workers who are typically at the low level or mid-level don't really have all levels that have a boss don't always feel like they have a voice to advocate for themselves. And if you're working mm -hmm. in an environment that's toxic or racist or sexist or whatever, I mean, they were, there were some claims that like you couldn't even speak to her without a breath mint. You can even go in her office. I like, couldn't look at her. 
And, you know, I know she put out this whole heartfelt note that she'd fired her executive producer and that she didn't want to build a culture like that. By the way, they're saying James Corden may replace her, which is mm. kind of which is kind of crazy. But the thing about it is, I mean, I've always heard that Ellen was the evil elf. Like that, that's just always been the thing. I've always so heard circulating for a while. That's what I've heard for a long time. I will say this, though, about Kevin Hart specifically, because that's what we're talking about, because everybody's probably expecting me to drag Kevin because he was my first problematic. No. I love the fact that Kevin is loyal and yeah. to have the courage to come out in spite of heavy opposition to stand up for a friend. Because in this industry, friends do not stand up for each other. And it doesn't mean because I didn't take his comments as saying that he agreed with Ellen's behavior or whatever they said the behavior was. I saw him state very clearly that, you know, he doesn't support that kind of work environment or whatever. And he also stated that that's not been his personal experience. Yeah. And I do feel like with cancel culture right now that when people do things or are accused of doing things without having their day in court or having the investigation that's currently underway finalized, people in public opinion want to all of a sudden destroy a person. I've looked at Ellen's show for years, and I will say if there was like monsters behind the set, like all the money that they've given to families who've been in need or videos to brighten up our day or just whatever, she has given us an hour to escape into a positive place for a long time. And I would say to the employees there, shout out to you for having the courage to step forth and say, hey, Santa's little helper is not fucking helping. And we need somebody to help come get these reindeers because this bitch running amok. And I support all of you doing that. But I also want to say to Kevin and to people who are mad about that, it's like, yo, if Kevin wants to be a real one and stand up for Ellen, don't forget when, when Kevin was being attacked by everybody for not being able to host the Oscars due to old tweets, which we're not going to go into because mm -hmm. old tweets is not a subject on this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Ellen was the one that provided her platform as a lesbian for him to come mm -hmm. on and say his piece. And so for him to reciprocate that loyalty, he had to do it. Yeah. He had to do it. So shout out to you, Kevin, for being a real one. And shout out to the workers who said, you know what? Ding dong, the witch needs to die. And yeah. if and if Ellen loses her show because the people under her were mismanaging, I've had people work for Hollywood Unlocked who I didn't even know were a terrorist to my staff, you know, until later on. And so now uh, I think we've kind of flattened our management system and we, we all kind of check in with each other every day and we know how people feel. And I think that's important. So, you know, I, yeah. I just hope it all gets fixed quickly. So a lot of the backlash, though, Jason, was because, you know, Nick Cannon recently, Nick Cannon, a friend of yours, recently went through something and they were like, you were kind of quiet when Nick was going through his situation. And he went on social media saying, um, basically, Nick was at his house every day when he was going through that. You know, that's how he was showing his support. But a lot of people were in the comments like, so you support some friends privately and then some publicly? Like, what's going on with that? Why not support Nick publicly? Well, the, those were very different situations. You know, I chose to support Nick publicly. I reached out to Nick privately, but that was just my choice. I reached out to him privately because I'm like, nigga, what we doing with Wild and Out? Because I got a pickup notice. What, what we doing? You know, but I also reached out to him. I mean, I did show him public support because I felt like he needed it at the time. But this was before I really understood the whole the volume of everything happening. Yeah, I will say, you know, a person being accused of saying anti-Semitic remarks is very different than a person who's being accused of creating a toxic work environment. And again, I don't know all the depth of the Ellen stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, 
listen, Kevin and Nick have an extremely close relationship. And if Nick was at his house every day and he was supporting him in person and physically and just emotionally being there for him, shout out to him. I just think this is a, a sum of everybody just being bored as fuck at home. Like everybody has too much time to dig in and dive into situations that they really don't care about. Do you really care that Kevin Hart is taking up for Ellen that much? No, but people at home, they're bored. They have time to write comments. Now Kevin has to respond to these comments. No one's going to care next week. You know how this goes. Well, Kevin doesn't have to respond. He doesn't I mean, at all. I, I understand why he responded because it does get annoying when people are constantly in your face telling you what the fuck you should be doing. I'm always in faces telling people what they should be doing, but I made a job out of it. I mean, you know what I mean? You can't be mad at me. I'm actually benefiting from it. In fact, I'm going to keep doing it. You guys need to stop and let me do it. <laughs> but nah, listen, shout out to Kevin. Keep doing you. And, um, you know, Ellen, I don't know what's going to happen, girl. But look, I will say this. If you are telling people they can't look you in the eye in your little beady blue eyes, then you need to go ahead and go pack it up. Plus, somebody just robbed her house. She's having a bad month. First of all, she said nobody can speak to her without a breath, man. I don't know if I'm mad about that one. Well, shit, I kissed Bobby Lights on Wild and Out, and that nigga didn't have a breath, man. So I was mad about that. <laughs> he had show breath? <laughs> Yo, all right, so let's talk about Takashi. You know he's out, and he's uh he's out, out now. He's running around now. Out. So he's out, out. Like, out like me? He uh, Maybe. I don't know. Honestly, nah, he, so look, he's he, just, nah, he ain't out like me. Look, he was celebrating his first day off of house arrest, so he was running through Brooklyn. Uh, while he was there, the rapper was surrounded by security like he always is. No, he and has a full army of security now. Like he should, but uh, he addressed a lot of things in the way he moved on live. So this is what he said, and this is crazy. He said, a lot of people want to say, why are you always around a bunch of security? What's the problem with security? Hip-hop does not like security, but hip-hop loves Nipsey Hussle. Hmm. Hip-hop loves Pop Smoke. Hip-hop loves XXX. What I mean by that, if you really love your favorite rapper, love security too. Because without your secu without security, your favorite rapper would have been here today. You know the problem I have with that, Takashi, is that the difference... Be First of all, that was so disrespectful. Like, you just disrespected that a whole bunch wild. of... A, bu a bunch of young, aspiring artists. Uh, and one would arguably say... Uh, extremely influential when it comes to Nipsey Hussle specifically, mm -hmm. right? Nipsey Hussle had a far better character than you. Like, mm -hmm. you will never measure up to Nipsey Hussle. So for you to even put your name in that category, it has nothing to do with numbers, whether you buy them or they're organic or whether, you know, academic sucks your dick and gives you a whole bunch of looks on his Instagram. I don't know. But I think for you to shit on somebody like a Nipsey Hussle, and to compare yourself with him not having security and getting murdered, where we all watched him get murdered, is completely fucking disrespectful. Now, I will say, the difference between you and all the people that you mentioned is that they weren't trolls. They weren't mm. bodying up security for the sake of being able to run through a city to prove that they can't be touched. Now, if you're going to be Mr. Billy Badass and you're going to do all the stunting, then tell your security to take a day off and go run through Brooklyn. And let me see Casanova run, run into you. Let me see you disrespect. Let, let me see you go to Chicago. If that's what you want to do and troll people, be a real man and leave your security at the hotel and go run through the streets of South Chicago or the West Side. And then let's see what happens. 
you know, or come here and go to Compton or Crenshaw or, you know, come to South L.A. and and or, or, and disrespect everybody here on camera mm-hmm. without your security. Then let's see what happens. That's where real courage comes from. But let me say this, going back to the point. XXX died in his car while he was coming out of a, a place looking for a vehicle and was ambushed and robbed and killed. Pop Smoke was here in L.A., finalizing his album and shopping and enjoying the good life that he worked hard for and he was robbed and killed by the way he didn't snitch when he had a chance to either and you shit on him i i i mean i didn't know that you could go any lower but this is low i i now i i agree with everything you said um the difference between all those people that passed is six nine is an antagonizer nipsey died trying to give clothes to a guy that just got out of jail looking out you know like you said, six uh, XXX, Pop Smoke died doing recreational chilling, being out the way. They weren't trying to run through the streets to prove they were tough. But at the same time, I can't say reading this, I think he's trying to diss them. He's trying to point out a double standard in the industry that he's not qualified to talk about because he is a troll because you do antagonize. You go around starting beefs, talking shit about people, and then you go outside publicly and run around with security and... Then you go, oh, why can't I have securities? Because you're an antagonizer. If you want to talk shit, talk shit and stand on it, like you said. The interesting part about all of this, though, is I'm surprised that a security team is taking this job because those are the people that put their life on the line a lot of the times. We don't hear about it often, but it's it's on the media. It's in the news where security officers, they they get shot and they die often. And I'm just surprised somebody wants to take the job. I wouldn't be trying well, to work I, I, I know two of his personal security guards. I wouldn't do it. Two of his personal security guards. Shout out to Big Pat and um, I can't I can't think of the other guy's name. The huge ass dude that used to work for Floyd. They used to be mm-hmm. Floyd Security. I'm not gonna knock the security for taking a job because during COVID they got families. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. They got. Well, um, I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I'm surprised they do because now you're putting yourself really in harm's way. It's like but, nobody but it, wants. But it, but as a security guard, like you always in harm's way. You just really in harm's way now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you no. gotta do and I, it's I, one I, thing to play defense. You know, as security, it's like, you know, I'm working with this guy. Somebody might try to rob him, somebody might try to test him. That's what I'm here for. But it's another to protect the dude that goes on social media and antagonizes people. And now I gotta walk with this dude, and anybody could want it. Yeah, I will say that, you know, uh, I do take it as disrespect because it's not like he's saying, I mean, I don't know what the fuck he's saying because I don't, I don't know. know what he's I, I, I dialed out. I did text him the other day saying, nigga, you said you couldn't do no interviews, but you did some with academics. Come on the show and let's have a real conversation, which, which I doubt he will, because I think what he where he feels the most confident is where people will lend their platform to him to say whatever the fuck he wants, however mm-hmm. he wants and not be challenged on his thoughts. That's why he teams up with academics. Now, I don't know academics personally, and I'm not shitting on academics because we all out here doing what we do, but I don't feel like he challenges him the way that he should. And some would say, well, you don't do it to your friends either. Well, you haven't seen me interview my friends in a long time. And when I do interview them, I ask all the questions people want to know. And so, But I've watched a few lives that him and academics does, and academics in his way does try to challenge him. And some people would say this, and he brings different perspectives, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to blame academics for trying to exploit the situation and make money off of it. That's academics thing since day one. No, he don't run down on on he don't run down on this boy the way he tried to run down on Meek. He don't run down the way he tried to run down on Chrissy Teigen. 
he lets him get there. He asks him a pointed question and then sets up the big grand reaction from Takashi. I do interviews with, mm -hmm. I do this type of interview, like that type of interview, and I know how it goes, right? Like, I get it. You may want to handle it with soft gloves, maybe, but I just think it's some other shit, but whatever. Look, Takashi. Yeah, and, and I feel like they make money together, so Takashi, of course it's not going to be. Takashi will be dead within five years. He'll be dead in five years. Within That's five years. Yeah, there's no way. I think he's underestimating the heart that lies in these hoods. I think he's under. They killed two. Wait, wait, wait. They killed Tupac during my life. They during our life. Mm -hmm, they've mm -hmm. killed Tupac. They've killed Biggie Smalls. Two of the biggest, at the time, probably wealthiest, most successful, influential rappers in this country, in the world, who helped shape and, and transform hip hop. You don't think they can get you? Oh, they, they're going to get them. And, I, and like you said, speaking on people named like Pop Smoke and Nipsey Hussle, like you're just agitating me. And the problem was for the past few weeks, you see, we wasn't talking about 6ix9ine. So he had to come back with a bang. He had to say something that's going to get us talking. And that's what we're doing. But, bro, enjoy it now, man. Enjoy all this clickbait. Enjoy all the comments or whatever. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you're going to have to eat those words, all of them. And I told my staff, stop posting him all the time. Like, I get it. We we love the theatrics and we love, you know, him rolling on the ground and doing, you know, the dances and all that. Just post me, post him when some shit go down. Post him when he comes on the show and has a real conversation. And look, 6 9 I'm not going to suck your dick uh, to get a reaction out of you or to get an interview. I, I think you're, and I've said on the show, I think you're humorous i think you're highly entertaining uh i think you're extremely disrespectful and i think that you know i don't know whether or not you buy clicks or views and all that you know you clearly do have the clout because the people follow you the younger people that don't give a fuck about what you know the fact that you're mm -hmm. a snitch or whatever but like if you show me some real shit by coming on and talking to us and if you don't want to not a problem we'll just keep you know watching and waiting See, but right. to talk to us, he got to come through L.A., man. And I don't know. I have to talk about Nipsey. I don't know how that's going to work out for listen, him. Listen, listen. I'll go to him for an interview with 6 9 I will go to him. Now, mind you, I'm coming with more security than you because I don't know what's going on over there. You know what I mean? So, um, all right. Uh, what else is happening? Okay, so Azalea Banks. Oh, uh, you know, we was talking about Kanye earlier, but Azalea Banks has some, I guess, she got the tea. She got the secret on Kanye, especially coming after his... Wait, nah, I, 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 let's say the alleged T. Alleged T, of course. All, all of this is alleged. So we, ain't trying, Banks, we ain't trying to get sued over here anymore at all. With unlocked, okay? At all. So Azalea Banks took out IG stories to call Kanye a closeted homosexual. That is her words, not mine. Says he doesn't have bipolar disorder. Says he's having an episodes because he's closeted. She goes on to expose him, saying she knows a lot of homo shit that he has done. This is her words, not mine. So when people say homo shit or no homo, it always tickles me. I don't understand it, but yeah. Yeah, so um, I she guess also, she was mad. She also called him a caddy gay boy. <laughs> let, me say, let me say this. This was during a weekend where she also shaved off all her head. You know, Tiffany Haddish recently shaved off all her hair. And Tiffany is real cute with this bald head. It's growing on me. We talked this morning. She called you when she gets her makeup done and every. I mean, she just she, it's it's a good look. Now, I don't think Azalea Banks had anybody fill her head to tell her how big that motherfucker was because she cut her hair this past weekend and 
she's enjoying the baldness. <laughs> she's enjoying it, but she's like free. That the hair remind me of. Remember when Chevy Chase and them used to do cone heads on SNL? Chevy Chase, right? I'm sure my age. <laughs> okay, let me think. Okay, okay, hold on. Let, Chevy let me think. Chase. Okay, no, you remember Predator? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but yeah, Zelia Banks, man. First of all, where is she at? It's like if you do have in, some a, in, a, in a chicken coop doing voodoo on bitches. But I'm saying if you did have some secrets, like how how much was she around? Like was she one of those like stars that was at the the big parties, but like a fly on the wall? Like she seemed to have all this information on everybody she talks about. This person, so this who would, person. Who would be tickling Kanye's booty? I don't know. I've never heard that. And I'm in these gay streets. So I, I don't know. I ain't never heard that. So you never heard of anything? There's I, have nothing never, to I have never one time in my life heard even a gay peep about Kanye West. Never. Now, so what is all this Azalea Banks stuff going on here? Maybe she wants him to dick her down. I don't know. Do you think she does the same thing 6ix9ine does? Like yes. She feels like yes. when she's, things she's are a, dying down. But what is the purpose? Because 6ix9ine does it for streams. What is her purpose? She's a troll. Well, I think, first of all, I think there's some underlying mental health issues. No disrespect. Mm. I mean, people watching are going to be, oh, don't bash her because she needs help. No, she does need help. Um uh, people say she's really talented, though. I mean, I've never really bought into the, the music whole... music is good. I've never really bought into the whole Azalea Banks or Iggy Azalea movement. Uh, but they did say that she's a good artist. Um, very, you know, good. I wish she would just focus on the music and give us something else to talk about. Like, I would love to talk about a new album or a new collaboration. But it's like, you know, may maybe her and Doja Cat should do something together. You know what I mean? You're just going to put them two together. I've met Azalea Banks a few times, and she was actually a sweet person. So I can hear what you're saying, where you're saying there might be something there, because it does seem like there's a switch. Well, the, only, makes the only time I met her damage was on stage at Wild and Out, and we all saw how oh, that yeah, went. I watched out. that. That was a meant that I will never forget, because I think I told the story before, but I'll say it again for those of you newbies. I will never forget Lil Yachty was on the show too. And me and him had had our issue before where I had said, who the fuck is Lil Yachty? And then he went and did a whole video recreating my interview. So I went, so while she was having a nervous breakdown, I walk over to him and I go, we cool? And he was like, yeah, 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 we cool. I'm like, okay, cool. We pieced it up. And then I looked at her, I'm like, you okay? And she was like, <laughs> and the tears were coming down her eyes. I was like, uh, uh, okay. Oh, oh, by the way, she was calling DC Young Fly a faggot too. Yeah. on the stage and running around talking about he he was gay so that's why i say like i don't believe this shit like you just spew hate because you're not you're you know you're not happy with yourself and mind you i will tell you iggy not iggy who is this azalea <laughs> <laughs> here's the deal you're gonna die one day and nobody's gonna give a fuck Damn. period like they need to replace azalea banks with Aaliyah, but there's no mm. way to do that you know what i mean because no, i can't like, make that switch all the good people die. Left eye who's behind you dead. Biggie dead. And then here we got Azalea Banks. I, I don't want her to die. I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't really care. I hear you. All right, so break down break down this for me, man. It's something going on with the Pose team. I'm um, testing your transgender vocabulary today. All right. <laughs> so you want me here to break we go. You want me to break this one down? You, I could read it and you could break it down for me. Um, Go ahead. So transgender pole star India Moore slam cisgender. 
<laughs> co-star Billy Porter for comments he made during the Emmy's 2019 acceptance speech. So a reporter asked, it's bittersweet to you to know that this win is amazing, historic, but the women from Pose were kind of ignored. They weren't nominated. Billy responds, I don't live in bittersweet. I live in the present. I live in the positive. The fact that we're in the building, the fact that we're in the building is the point, right? We're in the building. The world has changed, period. That's where we are. And now we got another season and now they'll get their shot. So India tweeted, for now, I'll say I'm not responsible for the ways Billy or any other cis man or person fails to represent, acknowledge, or directly support me and the other incredible, brilliant trans talent on our show. I'm also hurt and disappointed, have been for a while. She also adds, when people ask cis people, people are who are not trans, about erasure and not come to us, they are actually asking you, how should everyone respond? Your response cannot be, wait your turn, more erasure. That's not okay, but I'll wait. Okay. Jason, so, so after let, all that, break okay. it down. So let me break it down. So cis, C-I-S, is the reference to a person who is born, who is living how they were born. So if it was a man or a woman and they were born that way and that's how they're living, they're cis versus trans. First of all, I have to say to India, that was such a great way and very respectable and, and intelligent way you laid that out. And what she's basically saying is that Billy answering for them was in a way of continuing to allow people to make them invisible. Like, why not ask them? Why not interview them and let them say how they speak? Because the transgender community, just like the gay community for a long time, has felt voiceless, right? Mm -hmm. I will say to Billy's point, though, like I've interacted with Billy on DMs and, you know, we've texted and stuff and I've watched him and watched his spirit and I've never heard a bad thing about him. Um, I, I, I saw his, if I win an Emmy for anything or I win a Grammy for an audiobook, don't ask me about no other motherfucker. That's how I feel. Period. Because had he said something positive or supportive of them, they would have had, they would have had to take the same position given how India responded to it. Because she's saying, don't, don't, don't add to erasure by speaking for us. That's, that should be good or bad, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say, to Billy's point, he's probably reveling in his moment. He said, listen, I'm not going to dwell in any negativity. I'm not going to give you a soundbite about why they didn't get it. We have another season. They'll have more chances. They're talented. And, and let's move on and talk about my award, right? And so I don't know that Billy was doing that out of spite. Now, she did say that uh that um you know this is not the first time or that this has happened before and she's disappointed uh and has been for a while so i'm not really sure what's happening behind the scenes i will mm -hmm. circle all the way back to say pose is a show that i have truly enjoyed watching every single episode there was recently an episode where one of the cast members uh on the show and i don't know everybody's names but i don't know everybody's names even on law and order and i watch that every saturday <laughs> um, but, but she got, she got proposed to by her boyfriend and their love story literally made me like tears in my eyes, actually tears coming down because it was just so sweet to understand how somebody who doesn't feel like they could be loved. This person, uh, then, you know, was rejecting her boyfriend in many ways and her boyfriend, you know, who, who loved her, loved her being a transgender woman. Um, and was very encouraging and motivating to her, you know, then proposed to her. It was a beautiful love story and I thought it was great. Um, and the show has actually made me really, 
I've fallen in love with all of the challenges that the transgender community has gone through. Um, and so I would say, I really hope they figure this out because I would hate yeah. to hear that the show falls apart behind this kind of stuff. And I feel like um, <clears throat> what Billy was, I guess what he was trying to say, and I can't sit here and speak for Billy, but you know that's what we're here to do. I think he was saying the fact that this show is being acknowledged in any way, if rather he gets the award or whatever, this this win is for the show. I, that's how I feel about it. If I was to win an award, because he's saying we're in the room, like they, the room. like like like, if you have felt invisible, they see us. Yeah, and I feel like this has come so far, especially for that community. Not saying they shouldn't feel away, but I do feel like Billy, maybe in his own personal career and life, he had to wait his turn. He had to wait for his acknowledgement. And I think he's speaking from a place of, I've been there before when I wanted to get acknowledged. Billy's been acting for since I can remember, you know? And I have watched a few episodes of that show. Amazing acting. The whole cast is so great. And I could see where they're like, what about us? But like he said, there's a second season. There's another time to prove. And at the end of the day, whether you win an award or not, that's not who you're trying to prove it to. And we Billy and, and Billy has waited his turn. And Billy, I'm going to stop waiting my turn because me and you talked about you coming on this show. But your white publicists don't like me because I said that they could suck my dick on The Breakfast Club. And if you haven't seen that, you can go watch my first Breakfast Club appearance. Billy, I'm sick and tired of black celebrities letting white publicists block them from talking to their people. You and I have had great conversations about you coming on the show or exchange about setting it up or whatever. I don't even want to, I'm not even going to call it great. We've had an exchange about it. So come on the show because this, this is a great it. platform to be able to talk about it. And, you know, we, we, we actually like you and support everything you're doing. All right. So what's up, my nigga? All right. Let's not use that word. And salute to Amazon, man. They pulled some shoes from their site using the N word to describe a color. You can't do that. So Amazon has pulled a British line of men's shoes from its site after a third-party seller used the N-word to describe its color. Uh, the seller, Florence Shakespeare, listed the leather Oxford shoes on the platform, boasting multiple colors, including nigga brown. N nigga, your name is Shakespeare, bitch. And, 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 and Shakespeare. I can't. Nigga brown, really? And y'all have a I nerve- I shouldn't be laughing at And you this. have a nerve to come and dig up my old tweets? And there's Nigga real shit Brown. happening. In this yeah. So then what happened? So uh, look, the rest of the descriptions uh, featured normal wording, like occasion, whether you're working, driving, wedding, business, everything else was normal. Like that's the thing. That's what made this a little so weird. There wasn't, like, there, wasn't like, there wasn't like Caucasian white or. No, it wasn't Me like this was a theme. There wasn't Mexican beige or nothing so, like that. So um, they listen to stuff as like a racist gag or a scam. Maybe they were being hacked. I don't know. But since reaching out to the largest retailer, online retailer, the publication received word back from the site that they have pulled the item. All sellers must follow our selling guidelines and all that jazz. But I think it's amazing. Well, thank that, you. That, thank you, Amazon, for not letting anybody promote Nigger Brown on your website. Nigger Brown. Oh, my God. Like, it's so big of you to take down Nigger Brown. Why don't you pay those employees all the bonuses you promised them? Because I keep getting emails from Amazon workers. Look, unless you email me about my package, don't email me about shit. But here's your shout out. You're not paying your workers what they're do, what they're do, their, their bonuses. And I got Yo, if the Amazon workers go on a strike, this shit gonna change. <laughs> They're gonna have to pull them drones out quicker. Damage. I have an Amazon addiction. addiction. If you come to my house. 
There are so many Amazon packages in my house right now. It's just in the foyer downstairs. When you walk in the door, there are packages everywhere because I'm building out a gym. Then we're building out a studio. Then this and this and that. The other day, I bought a waist trainer. What's well, not really a waist trainer. You bought a waist trainer? I didn't really buy a waist trainer. A um, sweat belt? I, I bought a sweat belt, but you know, I'm going to tie it real tight like a waist trainer. And I'm going to promote it like a waist trainer. Shout out, to, shout out to Taylor Bennett. Uh, Taylor Bennett is an artist in Chicago. He's also Chance the Rapper's brother. He has he, a waist trainer too? He wore, that, that, that motherfucker was fat. And he lost all that weight. I told him the other day he has such beautiful nipples now that okay. he's lost okay. all this weight. Okay. So, but he po- he posts his nipples every day. And does he? He does. Like he posts his chest because he really wants people to lick at his nipples because they look like the kind of nipples you just want to lick. You know, not that I would lick him because he got a whole baby mama and a baby on the way. Or no, he has two babies. But that's not the point. The point what I'm trying to say is he said to me, "You got to get you a belt and cream." to make you sweat more and you know what i mean and i told you i'm working on my abs over here for my only fan jason i I don't think there's a correlation to sweat and abs and weight loss no if okay when you put this waist trainer on with Mm -hmm. the cream with the cream and you're working out you're sweating and you're 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 helping to reduce the fat around your area at least that's what i assume it is what else would you wrap it around for it ain't a fucking tamale I think it's one of those things that people think work and it makes a lot of money, but it don't really do shit. Well, I'm going to try it and I'm going to, I'm going to lather myself so up. <laughs> I'm going to lather myself up like a turkey on fucking Thanksgiving. I'm going to rub that shit all on my nipples too. <laughs> and I'm going to fucking sweat. I'm going to tell you right now, I will say one thing. The cream so far is already fraudulent because it says it smells like coconut and I know what coconut smells like and it don't even have a scent. Or or maybe I caught COVID and I lost my sense. Oh so shit! Hey, look, we gotta go to the studio later. Don't be catching no COVID. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I'm going to uh, the Virgin Islands in nine days. That's gonna be lit. Birthday turn up. Ooh ooh ooh! And I don't want to hear shit if you see the birthday videos and photos. Because yes, I hand selected everybody going. See, and that's yet, what I wanted to go, and then you start talking about you bringing things out there. I'm like, all right, well, let me just it is it home. is an all boys trip. No, thank uh, you. Not everybody is like the boys, but it is an all boys trip. Um, and no females coming, huh? Not well, one. There, there was one, and then when I thought about all that estrogen, I was like, "You're gonna fuck up the all vibe. the estrogen." One female. It only It only takes one bad apple to spoil the bunch. What are you talking about? So, Jason, literally for an extended period of time, you can really be around just all men. You all fear going to prison. I don't. Okay. <laughs> Are you fucking nuts? Of course I can spend my entire life around all men. Are you crazy? But j- I don't just know that. What? Look, look, I look, there's people I know that are gay that have to be around females. They're, they're right. best friends. All right. their friends are females. Yes, yes. No, that ain't me. I am a straight up <laughs> nigga. I thrive off testosterone. And this birthday trip is going to have so much testosterone that I ain't going to know what to do. Thank you for t- I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, you'd have walked in that. You'd have walked in that bitch, and your your spidey sense would have went off, and you'd have been like, I don't know what the fuck's going. on. I got six days of this yeah, shit. You Let's- said I couldn't even bring somebody. That's that's the crazy part, Jason. You can't bring if one I, hear, if I heard you running through some random girl you met on the airport at the airport in my room next to my room. Damage! I wouldn't even be able to sit here and do this show with y'all. I'd be like, bruh, 
Really? No. So on this trip, right? Is it a self-love trip? Is it a turn-up trip? What is no, this trip? No, 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 no. It is a self-love vibe, relaxation. We're going to barbecue. We're going to jet ski. We might even do a boat. We're going to fucking... I mean, I may have massages. I'm going to see who's local. You know what I mean? Go give me a little massage. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I know it's still in the U.S., so I know different laws apply. We ain't in Bali. <laughs> we ain't in Thailand. <laughs> You know what I mean? Wow. So it's more like a vibe thing, you know what I mean? Chef and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, man, I'm just excited. I'm turning 43 motherfucking years hey. old. I'm going to make this the best year of my life. I'm coming back next year. Next birthday, I'm going to be a whole different... Okay, I'm going to say this soundbite so we can cut it into next year's show, okay? By this time next year, I'm going to be a whole other motherfucker. With Boom. that waist trainer. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I might go out and buy the real waist trainer. The only thing is I don't want no hips that make a motherfucker want to fuck me. Because I will tell you, if I go somewhere and a motherfucker see I've been using a waist trainer, they start rubbing and feeling on my ass and shit, we might have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, baby, let me rub your ass. What the fuck? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No. No. And I'm not mad at all of you men out there who want to be sissies. Be a sissy if that's what you want to be. Be fish if you want to be fish. That's just not who no, I but you, am. Wait, so the cis g- gender come from? Oh, I'm I'm trying to learn the vocab. Does that come from sissy? I'm a ed- no. I'm gonna educate you. Cis that we were talking about earlier with the transgender conversation uh-huh. is C I S. Okay. Oh, sissy is S-I-S. That's the sis I was talking about. But again, those of you gays who are going to get mad, I'm gay too. I'm one of you. I can say what the fuck I want because we're all one. And you already know some of you, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have friends that wear high heels. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you? Yeah. I mean, yes. I Friends who dress up and do all that. Yeah. I'm not Listen, do you. I'm all mm-hmm. about living in your, in your real realness. You know what I mean? I'm just saying for me, I ain't no, I, you're not going to sis me. Somebody told me yesterday I was a I was a I was a repressed bottom. I'm like, damn, I'm a repressed bottom. That th- th- this infatuation with me wanting with wanting me to be fucked is just getting out of control. <laughs> I'm staying out of this. I don't get it. Damage. I don't know what, what means. I don't know if it's bad to be a bottom. I don't know <laughs> anything. Damage. I will say. Let me tell you guys why I fuck with damage. Not in, not really, but like for in the show, right? Is because since he's gotten here, he has had to tolerate my homosexuality on a weekly basis. Because I am proud to be gay. When I think about being straight, I'd be like, "Ooh, y'all be having so many relationship problems. We just can never get in one." You know what I mean? So mm. it's like we can't get in what y'all got going on. That's a problem. But either way, man, you've grown so much. You've learned what a cis is on both spectrums. <laughs> I will tell you offline what a bottom is because it might scare you if I tell you on camera. But either way. Yeah, don't, not on camera. I don't want to disrespect anybody. God best the bottom. B- bottoms, not bottoms. <laughs> is it safe to say, Jason, you started from the bottom, now you're here? Oh, no, no, I started at the top. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, ooh, 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 Drake, Drake. Let me go back and listen to that song. I need to hear every lyric because I never thought about it like that. You know what I mean? I don't see everything through rainbow lenses, but uh, ooh, start. No, I started from the top and I'm still there. Okay, okay. I was just asking. You know, you came a long way. I'm never singing that song in public again. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here. 
<laughs> started from the bottom in my hole what i don't know what he said but anyway all right we got one more story beverly crest is popping out here in la are you at the house parties because i'm not hell no so a party is a mansion party like you said in beverly crest los angeles left three people shot one of them died lafd said a man who was working security for the party also confirmed that it was being thrown for an unidentified football player we don't know who it is videos from the large gathering was posted all over social media uh, to even capture the moment where shots were fired. Now, prior to the shooting, police received five complaints earlier that day from people saying that, you know, they were disturbing the peace. There was no social distancing, probably a bunch of Karens calling. You know how that goes. The security manager, his name is Kenny Legit, says, we have money. We are people. This COVID, I mean, is just pushing us out everywhere and we have nothing so the only thing we could do is have airbnbs to rent swim pools for our kids and do big things and things of that nature there you go mm. well uh i'm just the only thing to do i'm just disappointed that um that people in la and anywhere around the country are having these huge ass parties and disregarding the fact that there's a whole pandemic out there. Now, mind you, I have a bubble that is just my team that comes over. And I've let a couple more people in the bubble, but I check temperatures. I'm asking motherfuckers to give me COVID antibody test results. You know what I mean? Like, I'm being careful. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking all my vitamins. Here's one that I got to take next to keep my immune system strong. Like, this is not a joke. I would just say to folks that are out there, man, I get it. We're bored. You know, but do other things. Plan a trip. I'm going to St. Thomas next week. I'm going to Tulum when I get back. I'm I'm figuring out ways to move around and do shit with a small, safe group of people. But like this house party shit. And then if you get shot during pandemic lockdown, like what? What is happening? That's the thing, man. Everybody, if you're coming to visit L.A., please. I know it sounds luxurious and popping to go to these mansion parties. But as you can see, the mansion parties... And these mansions are some of the most dangerous parts in L.A. The fact that somebody's coming to a mansion party with a gun out here is wild. So that's why I'm not going. Of course, COVID social distancing. But I don't like where clearly the security ain't do their damn job if somebody got in there with a pistol. And and um, was this an all black party? I don't know what kind of party it was. Uh, I don't want to assume that it was an all black. Yes. Party. First yes. Of all, no party in the hills has been an all black party. I've no, this, 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 this party, party, listen, I say that to say because, you know, we live in this era of self-righteousness now where you can't say shit. We all know, all of us, especially those of us who are gun victims, we know when we go to unsafe places and we know that most of the times our clubs and our parties end with some bullshit. It was our people. And that's the thing that was most embarrassing when my staff wanted to write the story. That's like, really? We got to post a story with our people out twerking and fighting and shooting during a pandemic numbers on the rise in la over i think five hundred thousand people in california have died now of COVID 19 and so for those of you saying oh that's colorist to say that a black club will get shot up well guess what bitch pay attention to the news and the statistics because our shit ain't never safe because we always doing some dumb shit except for hbcu parties um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, when people uh, like the HBCUs, I, I always wanted to have that college HBCU experience or go to the parties and see all the sexy Kappas, but I never got that because I dropped out. But either way, Beverly Crest, I'm glad I wasn't invited. And those of you that are inviting me to your parties, I ain't even fucking showing up for a bar mitzvah or a baby shower. No quinceaneras for me. Mm, I hear that. And look, 
Stay your ass in the house. I was about to say something else. Just stay your ass in the damn house, especially if you're out here in L.A. Is it that serious? And then they put it all over social media. Are you that thirsty to turn up? Like, God damn. Yes, because some of us haven't had any sex in six months, and we looking to go twerk our way into some shit. Stay your ass in the house. Stay your ass in the house. All right, that. well, look. I'm tired. I need to go eat. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. We love all of you, and we're going to be back with some more funny shit next time. Absolutely. Bye. What up, YouTube? Thank you for watching this reckless show. Yeah, and hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to hit the notification bell. And also don't forget to share and leave a comment because we are reading.